This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 187 is going to be from 1 John chapter 2, verses 3 through 6. Church, we need to always remember we cannot just say we know Christ. We must demonstrate we know Him by keeping His commandments, or we lie, and the truth is not in us. 1 John chapter 2, verses 3 through 6 read, Now by this we know that we know Him, if we keep His commandments. He who says, I know Him, and does not keep His commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whosoever keeps His word, truly the love of God is perfected in him. By this we know that we are in Him. He who says he abides in Him ought himself also to walk, just as he walked. Church, we need to always remember, we cannot just say we know Christ. We must demonstrate we know Him by keeping His commandments, or we lie and the truth is not in us. If we're going to say that we know Christ, then as His church, as people that say we are disciples of Christ, we must keep His commandments. In John chapter 14 and verse 15, it says, If you love me, keep my commandments. Jesus told us straightforwardly that if we do not keep His commandments, we do not love Him. Here in 1 John chapter 2, verses 3 through 6, he takes that just a little bit further. He says, You don't know me if you don't keep my commandments. You don't understand that I'm here to save you. I'm here to help you. I'm here to provide a means for you to go to the Father. If you don't keep my commandments, you don't understand any of this. Verse 5 says, But whoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected in him. By this we know that we are in him. When we keep the commandments of God, when we keep Christ's commandments, we know that we are in him. Then in verse 6 it says, He who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk just as he walked. This is absolute proof that we are disciples of Christ when we walk just as he walked. If we're not walking the way that Jesus walked by keeping his commandments, then we are a liar and the truth is not in us if we say that we know him. And there are too many people in the world today that just give Christ lip service. They say they're disciples of Christ. They call themselves Christians, but they do not do the things that are necessary to be Christian. In Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 through 27, the Bible says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name? and done many wonders in your name. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, 
and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rains descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. Church, we need to always remember, we cannot just say we know Christ. We must demonstrate we know him by keeping his commandments, or we lie and the truth is not in us. In Matthew chapter 7 and verse 21, it says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, not everyone that uses their mouth to profess Christ as, as Lord is going to go to heaven. Only those who do the will of my Father who is in heaven. And then in verses 22 and 23, Christ gives us a demonstration of this. These people here in verses 22 and 23, they thought they were Christian. They thought they were disciples of Christ. But notice what he says to them. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? In other words, they thought they were disciples of Christ, followers of Jesus. But notice what Jesus is going to say. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 17 says, And whatever you do, in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord, giving thanks to God the Father through him. We need Jesus' authority for everything that we do. Obviously, these people here in Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 through 23, did not have Christ's authority. They were not doing things the way that God wanted them to be done. And in verse 23, Jesus points this out. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. In other words, they're practicing sin. In order to be pleasing to God, we have to do things the way that Christ wants them to be done. And so it doesn't matter if we're doing things that appear to be Christian or appear to be right. If they're not according to the way the Word of God says, then these things are going to be wrong. And an illustration of this would be instrumental music. From the outward appearance to us, everything in instrumental music would be okay. Well, I mean, why wouldn't it be? But according to God's word in Colossians chapter 3 and verse 16 and Ephesians chapter 5 verses 19 and 20, Christ wants us to sing. And so using anything further than singing in his worship assembly, even though it appears okay to us, is not going to be right. And so he would say the same thing to us in verse 23 of Matthew chapter 7 as he did to them. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. But Christ, we were just using instruments that to please you, to make our worship sound better. And Christ said, well, I never commanded it. I never authorized it in my word. I was silent upon the use of these things. And so, as being so, they're not what I wanted, and thus making them sinful or practicing lawlessness. And so if we're not doing things the way that Christ wants them to be done within the context of his word, then we're doing the exact same thing as these people here in Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 through 23 did. They were doing things that appeared to be right. But Christ told them, look, you're not doing them right. And so you're not performing these things according to my word, and thus, and then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. And then in verses 24 through 27 of Matthew chapter 7, he goes on to explain this a little bit. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on a rock. And so, here's my word. 
I've presented my word to you, Jesus is telling them. Here's how to live faithfully and right with me. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. All scripture is given by inspiration to God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped into all good work. It's much the same thing as he told Cain in Genesis chapter 4. If you do well, will you not be accepted? And so he was telling Cain, after he offered a sacrifice that was inappropriate, that I told you how to offer that sacrifice. You didn't listen, and you followed your own instructions instead of my instructions. And if you did well, would you not have been accepted? If you did what I told you to do, would you not have been accepted? That's what Jesus is telling the people here in Matthew chapter 7, and verse 24. Therefore, whoever hears these things of mine and does them... I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. If these people up here in verses 21 through 23 would have heard my sayings and did them exactly the way that I told them to do them, then I would have likened him unto a wise man. The same thing that he told Cain. If you do well, will you not be accepted? Then verse 25 says, And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. It was founded on Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes unto the Father except by me. And then in John chapter 1 and verse 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. And so Jesus is the Word of God, and he delivered what the Father wanted us to know so that we could found our house on the rock, which is on him. All Scripture is profitable for doctrine. For reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped into all good work. And so we go through Jesus, we listen to his sayings, we listen to what he taught, and we build our doctrine around that and our life around that. Then our house is going to be founded on the rock. But in verses 26 and 27, we have people that, like in the previous verses in 22 and 23, did not find or found their house upon the rock. It says, but everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat on that house, and it fell. And great was its fall. And so these people that did not listen to Christ and then go ahead and do what he said to do exactly the way that he had laid it out, their house was not founded on the rock. And so when the winds came, and the persecutions of life, the troubles and the tribulations and trials came, that house went splat, much like the early Christian song that's meant to be for children. Splat. It fell. It could not be the way that it needed to be founded on the rock because it wasn't founded on God's Word. Church, we need to always remember we cannot just say we are Christ, know Christ, We must demonstrate we know him by keeping his commandments, or we lie and the truth is not in us. Going on to Luke chapter 6, verses 46 through 49, we have much the same as we found in Matthew chapter 7, but a little bit different. But why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I will show you Whom he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently against that house and and could not shake it, for it was founded on the rock. But he who heard and did nothing is like a man who built a house on the earth, who's without a foundation, against which the stream beat vehemently, and immediately it fell. And the ruin of that house 
was great. And so we have a little bit more information here in Luke chapter 6 than we found in Matthew chapter 7. But why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do the thing and do not the things which I say? And so we find why he told them that they were practicing lawlessness. It's because they were calling him Lord, but they weren't doing the things in which he said. They were doing it the way that they wanted to do it. And in the world today, we find a lot of people exactly this way. We'll listen to Christ when it's easy, but when he's saying things that we don't agree with, we're going to do it our way. But we're still going to call him Lord. But it does not work that way. We're going to be like this foolish man that built our house upon the sand. In John chapter 3, verses 16 through 21, we find this. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation, that the light has come into the world, and men loved darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light, that his deeds may be clearly seen, that they have been done in God. Notice verses 18 through 21 with me again. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation, that light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. If you are not doing what's right, and what's right is what's in God's word, but you are doing what's wrong. You're not following God's word. You're adding to it or you're subtracting from it, and you're not following it the way that God wants it to be followed. Notice that in verse 18, it says you don't believe in the Son of God. The only way that we can truly believe in the Son of God is to come to the light. The light is Christ and his word. And so if we're not doing things the way that God wants it to be done, we don't truly believe in Christ doesn't matter how much we say we do. Going back to Matthew chapter 7 and Luke chapter 6, not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall inherit the kingdom of God, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. And so if we're not doing it God's way, we are practicing evil and we hate the light. The only way that we can love the light, love Christ, is to do it the exact way that Christ wants us to do it. We must worship him and live our lives exactly the way that he teaches, or we hate the light. In John chapter 11, verses 9 and 10, the Bible says, Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble, because he sees the light of this world. But if, he, if one walks in the night, he stumbles, because the light is not in him. We need the light of Christ. To live in this world, or we're going to stumble in darkness. Church, we need to always remember, we cannot just say we know Christ. We must demonstrate we know him by keeping his commandments, or we lie, and the truth is not in us. Never do we want to be the ones that are just saying, Lord, Lord, but not doing the things in which he teaches, because we do not love him, and we lie if we say that we know him. In 2 Corinthians chapter 6, in verse 14, the Bible says, Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. 
For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness, and what communion has light with darkness? If we're walking in the light, we can't be walking in the darkness at the same time. The two cannot have fellowship with one another. If a light switch comes on, then the darkness goes away because it cannot commune with the light. And so, as his people today, always remember that we cannot be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Church, we have to do more than just call him Lord. We must be obedient to him. Church, we need to always remember we cannot just say we know Christ. We must demonstrate we know him by keeping his commandments or we lie and the truth is not in us. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Christ, his son, continually cleanses us from all sin. Church, let's walk in the light. Let's use our mouths to confess Christ and use our bodies to do his will. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.